Welcome to Barclays Money Plan Podcast, where our experts share their knowledge and insights to help you manage your money and become a better and more confident investor. In this episode of Money Plan, we talk about some of the simple steps that you can take so you can start to gain the upper hand with your finances. Hello and welcome to Money Plan, a personal finance podcast from Barclays. I'm your host, Claire Francis, and this is the first episode of a new series of the podcast where we want to try and help you build up your confidence when it comes to managing your money and how to set yourself up so that you feel more secure about your financial security and well-being in the future. So to start with, in this episode, I'm going to be looking at how you can be the boss of your finances so that you feel in control rather than your financial situation controlling you. And to help, I'm joined by Gemma Templeman, who's one of Barclays Money Mentors. Gemma, welcome and thank you for joining me today. Can you just start by explaining what a money mentor is and how you aim to help customers? Yeah, of course I can. Thanks, Claire, and thanks for inviting me today. So money mentors are Barclays' network of trained colleagues and they're based up and down the country. They're passionate about helping everyone become financially savvy. Money mentors want you to be able to make the most of your money and achieve your financial goals, whatever they may be. We understand everyone has a different understanding or goal that they are working towards and we can help guide you to achieve this and make your life that little bit easier. And our money mentors can help our customers with a money one-to-one to support people through achieving their financial goals. And I think, you know, when it comes to making the most of your money and and managing money, we're all different, aren't we? And I I think almost regardless of how much money you've got, some people find it easier than others. And for those who do find it difficult, particularly if money's tight, it can be hugely, hugely stressful. So what tips do you have and how, how do you aim to help people sort of take more control of their finances? So taking control really means knowing how much money is coming in every month that's always the best place to start so knowing how much is coming in every month by looking at your income and controlling your spending minimizing or eliminating debt and saving for the future will help you and having some money goals and things like that so that you've got a plan and once you've got that plan it's easier then to know how much money you've got left where your money's going and and then from there you can make the decision about if there is any money left, what you then go on to do with it. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Once you start looking at what comes in, then you can look at what goes out. So you can look at what you spend, breaking it down into categories. So, you know, your needs and your wants can be a way of breaking it down or essentials and non-essentials is another popular way. And, you know, things like your needs are your bills, your debt repayments, other essential living costs that you, you know, you must pay. While your wants might be things like eating out, holidays, new gadgets. And sometimes when we look at our outgoings, our needs and wants can overlap. And it can be easy to lose sight of the difference between the two. But by reflecting on on your spending habits and things like that can help you look at ways to save. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, particularly in this day and age where we spend a lot of time on our phones and things browsing and scrolling through, it's so easy to spot something and think, oh, yeah, I'll buy that without necessarily thinking about the implications. And it's, it is, it's that sort of, if you know and if you're more cognizant and aware of what your financial situation is, it's pausing and thinking twice and asking yourself, do I really need this or is this something I want? can be a really simple but very, very valuable habit to get into, can't it? Yeah, and we are so fortunate nowadays that we've got mobile technology so we can review our bank apps 
and we don't just have to wait monthly for the statement to come through the post. So you can review and reflect on what you spend regularly as daily if you wanted to. And then if you spot something that's becoming a bit of a habit or you look at your categories and maybe you're spending too much on eating out, for example, then if you are saving for a goal by just reassessing that expenditure can help you save. And to help with that as well, on the website, for example, we've got a sort of a budget planner, haven't we? A sort of link to a budget planner. So that can really help you in terms of doing that initial evaluation, I suppose, of, of what's coming in and what's going out and then help you sort of work out next steps from there. Yeah, the thing about budgeting is it's personal to you. So one person's budget won't be the same as the next person's. It's, and your budget will move as well throughout the year. So things will go up, especially at the moment. Everything seems to be going up. So having a, a working budgeting method that works for you is really good to refer back to. So whether that is a spreadsheet that is on your computer or whether you use a principal one. And like you mentioned there, Claire, we do have one on the Barclays website. Or whether you just use good old pen and paper, which I actually do prefer myself. And there's lots of different budgeting methods. There's a Japanese method called Kakiba, which reflects on the power of pen and paper. And people can do it monthly or quarterly. Or some people even micro-budget where they manage it on a weekly basis. It really just depends what works for you and you as an individual. If people have got debt, so say maybe they've got some money that they owe on credit cards and perhaps they're regularly, you know, overdrawn and perhaps have a low. How do you start in terms of you've done your budget plan, you're understanding where your money's going. How do you work out how to allocate your money so that you're focusing on paying those debts down and hopefully getting yourself into a position where you've then got money left that you can actually start to put, put away to save? So it's really good to prioritise when you're looking at paying off debt. So get all of your debt into order by looking at how much you owe, look at the interest that you're paying on the debt and what your monthly payments are. If you've got any that's on 0%, then work out when the expiry dates are of those offers and be be mindful that if you have got 0% coming up, that you've got plans for what to do so that you're not starting to pay interest. And always look at what you can do to reduce the interest that you owe so it might mean contacting the provider or seeking better deals elsewhere. But if you are going to seek better deals, then just be mindful of your credit score as well when doing that so that you don't um, put your credit score at risk if applying for too many things. Yeah, and it, and also it's um, the other thing to be really aware of is is not burying your head in your sand, basically, isn't it? Because you can also really damage your credit score if you if you miss a payment and, and things like that. So it's really important to sort of keep up with those payments, isn't it? And, and not sort of uh, miss them and, and make a phone call to the, the provider if you're, you know, struggling to, to make those payments each month. Yeah, definitely. Most providers nowadays have, you know, helplines set up to help you, especially with the cost of living at the moment. So they will be trained colleagues that are there to help you and guide you. So please, you know, don't put your head in the sand, reach out to somebody because there are lots of organisations as well as the providers as well that are able to help you. And once you've done that, I suppose, once you feel that you're in that position where you do feel as though you're sort of on top of things and you know where your money's going, another good step can be to sort of move some money out of your current account. You know, so if there is anything left, move it into a a savings account that you can get at whenever you need to but again it just sort of helps remove that temptation of unnecessary spending I suppose and um, enables you to start to build up 
a bit of a savings cushion in case you do want to sort of, I don't know, perhaps there's a month where it's somebody's birthday you want to go out for or you're saving for a holiday or for Christmas. Um, what would you sort of suggest is the best way to do that? Is it setting up a standing order so that money goes in automatically or what do you talk to people about from that side of things? So pay yourself is a really popular way of saving. And if you can afford to, then do this on payday so that you, you see it going out and just almost categorise it as a bill so you know that it has to be paid. Also, if your income varies, so if you have overtime or you know you get paid more one month compared to the other, then if you try and save the extra. And another popular is if you do get a pay rise, then don't count that pay rise as part of your income and save that as well. So it's just all about managing your income against your living costs really and trying to save as much as you can but it is also important to remain realistic so make sure you are also planning for the irregular costs like Christmas and birthdays or car MOTs and things like that and the savings account that you do put your money in make sure that the savings account suits your needs so look that you're getting the best interest rate and that the terms and conditions and everything suit you. Yeah, because there can be restrictions, can't there, on some of them? And uh, again, it you know they've all got a place and a role to play. And, and actually, in the next episode, um, we're going to look at savings accounts and, and different savings accounts. But I think it is it's understanding, um, as you say, uh, the terms of the account and whether or not you're going to be penalised, perhaps with a low rate of interest if you make a withdrawal and things like that. So um, yeah, that, that's well worth doing. And 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 your point about being realistic, I think is a really good one isn't it because if you're trying to cut back and 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 maybe you'll want to save for a house deposit or something like that you're still going to have to have a life I suppose it's is you know to put it you know you, you deserve to be able to treat yourself now and again so as you're budgeting and thinking about how much money you need each month it is worth factoring in the fact that you know Every now and again, you might want to go on a night out, even if there is a specific goal that you're you're striving for. Yeah, definitely. We don't want to remove the fun. Um, it's always good to allow yourself a little bit of a budget for a, a fun fund, so to make sure you are still socialising and things like that. But, you know, look at ways of that you, you might be spending that you can control, like removing temptation, things like shopping online, that you buying things you don't necessarily need, and then that money can go towards saving instead of, cutting out the fun things like going out with your friends yes yeah because we all deserve that especially if we're working hard and and is there anything as, as a sort of a final note to people for somebody who's perhaps listening to this and does struggle to manage their money what would be your sort of top tip for them to do as a first step I would say the first step is to getting a good budget and understanding your spending habits So looking at your income and your outgoings, breaking them down into categories, looking to see if you can get better deals to make sure that you're getting the best for what you're paying. And even simple things like swapping your supermarket to see if it makes a difference or changing your mobile phone contract, all those things where you might be able to get exactly the same thing, but for a better price. Yeah, and it, it, that even if it's what seems like quite a small saving on one thing, they can really mount up, can't they? If you you're able to sort of shave five or ten pounds off here and there over the course of the month and a year, um, that can make a, a big difference to your overall finances. Definitely, and a lot of people are paying for things that they're not using, especially with subscriptions going out of our banks every month and things like that. So it's always good to reassess. And just see, actually, I haven't watched that subscription television channel for a while, so do I really need it? 
and then maybe cancel it. Yeah, cancel it if you don't. And I think, yeah, when you go in and you look at where um, those subscriptions are, often, as you say, people forget about them. And it's it's uh, it's well worth setting aside a Sunday morning or something just to sit down and, and go through it all. And um, often you're amazed, aren't you, about how much money you can free up. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's good to share it with other people in your household as well. So, like, if you're, if you're married or your partner... You know, look at get together on a night and just have a look at what you spend between you. Because if you share your bills or if you've got a joint bills account, then sometimes things can get missed that you're paying or you might both be paying for similar things. So it's good just to share that as well. Thank you, Gemma. That was really helpful. And, and of course, there's lots more information, isn't there, on the on the Barclays website and, and content there to help people. Yeah, we've got content on the Barclays Money Mentor page and also the Barclays website at barclays.co.uk. Thank you, Gemma. That's been great. Um, I hope you've all found that useful. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please sort of hit like and subscribe to the podcast. As I mentioned, this is the first in a series where we're going to be looking at a different topic each week in each episode just to sort of help you feel more confident. And um, episode two is going to focus on savings accounts. But that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you for listening and enjoy whatever you're doing for the rest of the day. Thank you. All investments can fall as well as rise in value and their past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. This podcast is not a personal investment recommendation.